Console Crusade Podcast. Quick intro by myself. We recorded for like three hours last week, and we're turning a whole segment into its own episode. So that's what this is. It is a Nintendo Family of Systems tier list. It was fun. We all got a little angry. We all had a good laugh or two. So please enjoy. I love special segments. Welcome to, then, as I get my screen shared for all of you, uh, the first ever... Oh, it's interactive! <laughs> Let's go! Console Crusade podcast. The suspense is killing me! <laughs> tier list! It's so funny to me that you were like, oh, I was thinking maybe we do a tier list. I'm like, shut, no, shut up. Like, shut up, that's my thing. Shut up. I thought of that. That's I want to do that. <laughs> I was like, we're talking about games on Nintendo consoles. Let's do a tier list of Nintendo consoles. Um, and there's some on here that we can just skip because they're stupid, even though I own them. And I will out myself as owning them for no good reason. So we have from like best worst uh, ultra goaded is our is our Omega tier uh, S tier, A tier, B tier, the rest and virtual boy. And so we're just going to proceed in uh, uh, chronological order. We could start with just uh, we can start with home consoles. And then move in the direction of uh, handhelds, peripherals, uh, iterations. Like, let's just go in the order that they are down there, and then we'll kind of revisit things as as things start go to in slot the order in. down there. Okay, let's we just, can do that. We can chaos, do that. dude. I want to give uh, Mr. Jerheim a chance to recover from the news. He is uh, fainted, fainted <laughs> with surprise, uh, and more than likely he's gone to piss out his other polar seltzer. Oh my god! I love tier list. I love making tier lists. My brother and I spent more than a few days trying to come up with a Pokemon shiny tier list. Oh, um, they're all D's. But anyway, is this the tears of the kingdom? Oh! Uh, dude, that's the joke, dude. <laughs> all right. We're just going to go at EJ's behest uh, in the order of these things as they are at the bottom. Some of the, the pictures they chose for these are really weird, but like, whatever, it's fine. Um, and at least one of these, I'm not entirely sure what it is, so we'll just we'll just skip that one. Uh, but this is the best I can find, uh, and we're gonna roll with it. So getting started, as it is the uh, first image, is the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, which to my mind is the best console Nintendo Goated. has ever made. I would open with with uh, Ultra Goated for the Super Nintendo for sure. Uh, EJ, <laughs> wow. oh. You guys oh, are insane. EJ disagrees. EJ disagrees. Okay, where would you put this? This is great. This is why I want to do this. Let's do this. Hold on. The Super Nintendo is a good console. It is a very important console. There are a lot of good games on the console, but I don't think any of the best games on the Super Nintendo with like a, a literal handful of exceptions are meaningfully better when you're talking about that top five than half of the consoles on this list. S, S tier. S tier. Well, half of these are all just re-releases of each okay, other. Okay, and where, so. did they, where did they release first? On ye old Super Nintendo. Like, how many of our top 20 games on our list? No, he's talking about the the consoles are re-releases, which I do agree. There's three fucking Game Boy Advances and four Game Boys. So, we're gonna We're going to maybe, we're gonna maybe <laughs> wait into that, and maybe we're going to go, you all go in the same place. When we get to the Game Boy Advance SP, we're probably going to have some feelings about that as compared to the Game Boy Advance uh, vanilla version. Um, 
S tier. What would you put above the Super Nintendo then? Oh, easily the Switch. Switch is going to be ultra goaded. To me, Super Nintendo is like A tier, but I'll compromise on S tier. A tier. Oh my God. Mega Man X, both of the Donkey Kong Country, Super Mario World, Yoshi's Island, Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, Chrono Trigger. Like, these are seminal games. The Konami games, Castlevanias, the Contras, every Square RPG. The Super Nintendo controller is the best controller of all time, followed closely by the GameCube. Oh my God. Yes. The D pad is perfect. The buttons are perfectly clickable. Feels like an S tier to me. It's going in ultra goaded. You're you're out. You're outvoted. It's going in ultra goaded. Uh, moving on. <laughs> It'll drop down later. It's okay. It's okay. Moving on to the uh, the game and watch. Yeah, there was a lot of game and watches. I never owned any of them. My experience with game and watch, as EJ also knows and has strong feelings about himself as well, were on the game and watch galleries on the Game Boy. But the game and watches were cool. I don't know where it goes though. It's the rest. They're cool. They're important to Nintendo's history, but it's the rest. I think I agree. I'm fine with that. I'm not doing this in this order. We're talking about the Game Boy first. And again, this is a weird, a weird image they chose for this one. But yeah, the black DMG. The <laughs> I know, right? Uh, the Nintendo Game Boy, their first entry into the uh, handheld arena, sold a cabillion units, uh, tons of great games. No backlight four batteries. B. It's B. B. Oh, I agree. It's the worst of all the Game Boy iterations. By a long shot. If there was a C tier, it would go in C tier. (laughs) But B's fine, I guess. The B is for boy. (laughs) Game B. Game B. Uh, Game Boy Pocket. Above the Game Boy in B still. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I remember having, I got a Game Boy Pocket in a garage sale and was like, this is kind of tight. It does fit in my pocket. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, Okay, B tier above. So Game B. I move to change uh, the name of B tier to game B tier. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Motion received and passed. Game B tier is accepted and entered into evidence. Can we add a, a C tier? Is that pot? Can you do that? I can do whatever I want, but I'm not going to. Can you add a regular B tier and then the game B tier <laughs> under it? You son of a bitch. I'm in. Oh, no. <laughs> you know exactly how to. <sighs> uh, that's good. The grand maestro over here, EJ. Oh, that's good. That is, uh, my face hurts. You got me. You got me. Uh, okay. I'm not doing this in this order either. Um, we're going to keep, we're going to keep rolling with the Game Boy line while we're on it. Uh, Game Boy color. Ooh, see, that's like low S or high A for me. Whoa, what moves it so much higher other than color? The extra curve on the back really makes it more ergonomic. I still love the palette and the vibes of a non-backlit, like original LCD screen, the ghosting, and just the games, man. I mean, you think about playing Pokemon, you played it on a Game Boy Color. And that just that means a lot to me as a person who enjoys handheld games. Yeah, it's not just about the hardware itself. It's not just about, you know, because for the most part, I mean, there were Game Boy Color exclusive games. Oracle of Ages and Seasons raises right. their hand. But a lot of the heavy hitters were backwards compatible, you know, a lesser version of itself. But everything Nick said is true. So the nostalgia factor comes into it. But it is the superior original Game Boy even without the backlight. It's got some of literally the best games of all time on it. So I am with Nick. I would put it in S tier for now and we'll see how things shake out. 
Damn. I was thinking A tier. Like, we'll put it above game B tier for sure, but I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. I'm outvoted. I'll, I'll, I'm outvoted. I out, we outvoted EJ on ultra goading the SNES, so I'll, I'll allow myself to be outvoted here. Like I said, low S, high A. This might, this might drop down a little bit depending on how everything else shakes out. Okay. We'll put it in. We'll keep it in S for now. Um, vanilla Game Boy Advance. Not backlit. Still not backlit. Still running on batteries. Felt better to hold, I thought, with the wide design. Big agree. Didn't have the clicky buttons. Another knock against it and in the favor of the SP. And the sound on the Game Boy Advance is just, is just the worst. It's wretched. It is so unfortunate. It makes going back to those games like really hard, actually. When uh, Samus Returns came out, I bought the special edition because, of course, I did. And it came with a uh, CD <laughs> of like basically greatest hits from across the Metroid franchise, including some of the reorchestrations they had done for Samus Returns. Um, the one track on that that is unlistenable is not from Metroid 1, is not from Super Metroid, it's from Metroid Fusion. That sounds fucking horrible coming out of any sound system you like. I'm going to open the bidding at uh, B tier. Yeah, I think it's pretty solidly above the game B and the game B pocket, but I don't know if it, it might end up in A depending on how everything else shakes out, but yeah, it's definitely above those. Above them? So you'd put it in you'd put it in game B tier above the vanilla Game Boy and Game Boy Pocket? I would. Even with the worst sound. With the worst sound, but the addition of the L and R buttons does do a lot for it in what kind of games they could make on them. I feel like action games were actually tenable on the Game Boy Advance and that's obvious because they ported all the best ones from the SNES to the Game Boy Advance. To me, the Game Boy Advance is superior in every way to the Game Boy Color. It has its own unique drawbacks, but they do not take away from the overall superiority of the... It, it is more ergonomic. The extra buttons are great. Um, you can play Game Boy Color and Game Boy games on the Advance. Yeah, the best thing about the Game Boy Advance is that it can play the games from the better system on it. The game library on the Game Boy Advance is so much better than it? what the Game Boy could offer. A thousand percent. Oh my God. The handheld RPGs. Oh, all the better Pokemon games are on Game Boy. Ruby and Sapphire are a distant third behind Crystal and Yellow, in the opinion of everyone on this podcast. Listen, nostalgia is one thing, but as far as games and systems and graphics, those are the superior games. All right. They just. Oh, are. they are not. Ruby and Sapphire are not better than Crystal. That's wild. That's wild. Gen 3 fixed so many things about Pokemon and created what is the modern Pokemon game now as far as some of its internal systems go and they've continued to iterate but it really was a drastic improvement over Gen 2 and that, I mean that's why they remade Gen 1 was because like oh okay we figured out how some of this stuff should work now after a couple of iterations let's remake that and sell it all over again and, and it worked out and that's the fucking it's a great way to play Gen 1 but I'm not necessarily saying put it over Game Boy Color but I'm saying there's a case to be made for it as far as the hardware itself goes, I don't think it's the clear-cut better piece of Game Boy Advance tech, specifically. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I would move to put both of them in A-tier, both Game Boys in A-tier, and if you want to put the color above it, I won't argue, but I don't agree with it. I'll put the GBA in A-tier. Nick, what do you think about that? EJ knows that I'm such a huge mark for Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games, to the point that we were in active discussions of doing a Pocket Crusade side podcast just going through and playing through every single Game Boy Advance game, give or take. It's a fucking great console. God damn. It is a great console. The Game Boy Color is a great console. Yes. 
I don't know. I don't know how I how I rank them, especially with when there are like other iterations that are better and worse in other ways. Like we'll get to that. We're we're gonna talk about Game Boy Advance SP right after this because we have to. Just libraries. We're just talking about libraries. We're not just talking about libraries. We're talking about the ergonomics of the console. We're talking about the aesthetic, the feel, the vibe. It's a whole thing. And I think the Game Boy Advance, in my mind, feels like a cheap follow-up to the Game Boy Color, which felt like a cool, improved follow-up to the Game Boy. I agree. And the Game Boy Pocket. So that sort of taints that image to me. I like just looking at them side by side, the Game Boy Advance and the Game Boy Advance SP. The Game Boy Advance SP is a much cleaner, more sophisticated design tech-wise. It's a Game Boy Color with a hinge. No, I mean just the 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 material design of the the plastic. Like it had a matte sort of finish to it, but it had those like the one I had, I had the Onyx Game Boy Advance when I was uh, younger. And it had those sort of embedded sparkles to it, the kind of way you get like on garage floors, like nice garages that you go not not your garage you know like you have a shitty like concrete garage but you go to someone's house who's they have a nice house they've got the sparkles in it it gives you that vibe you know it's it's a better feeling you hold it and it feels more secure it feels like this isn't for a child this is for a teenager or a young adult and i don't know that is is like the design um language that it speaks to me in all right put it in a and we'll yeah i'm gonna i think i think it's gonna be solidly game boy advance in a Game Boy Color above it, and Game Boy Advance SP is probably going to edge out over Game Boy Color. Game Boy Advance SP, I moved to immediately Ultra Goat. This was the most meaningful upgrade to their portable hardware at that time, like period, full stop. Not just the backlit screen, not just the clamshell design that made it so easy to port around and so fucking cool looking. Uh... Not only uh, like the the slider for the volume, so you get a more precise setting than the stupid little wheel that would get like chipped and beat up. Uh, rechargeable battery, the fact that it could still play classic Game Boy games, even though it would stick out a little bit. Admittedly, I will admit that it stuck out of the Game Boy Advance too. Um, the Game Boy Place Advance, put your pinky. Game Boy Advance SP <laughs> fucks. I love it. I wish I'd never sold my original SP. I wish I still had that thing because it it did me years and years of service. I would move to Ultra Goat it immediately. Why not? It, I mean, it's it's the SP as as a piece of hardware is better than the original Game Boy. I don't love how thin the thing is, but the you know the backlight, especially on the AGS one hundred one models, because the original model was a was a front light and it like did the job, but it wasn't great. Even with the ghosting, like need the ghosting. That's the thing in its favor. Ultra goaded, huh? That wouldn't be where I put it on my personal ranking. I do think that, yes, EJ, it is too thin and it is too narrow. It makes my hands hurt as an adult to play it for extended periods of time. Yes. And not having a headphone jack, it, it kind of does suck. But at the same time, the sound is so bad that you don't really need, you don't want headphones anyway. You don't want to listen to the damn thing. No, you do not. So where would you put it? I would put it just above the Game Boy Color right now. I mean, I can't logically place it in a rank right now because i don't know the ranks are kind of weird in my mind at this point like i don't think that the snes is too high and that kind of throws me off agreed but like i said earlier i think the game boy advance uh library is superior to the game boy color library and if we're looking at strictly hardware 
the DS Lite is the superior way to play Game Boy Advance titles. So to me, the Lite would go in Ultra Goaded and the Game Boy Advance SP would go elsewhere. So if that helps inform where, uh, you know, where that goes, I'm with Nick. Put it next to the Game Boy Color. I'm just not realizing that this doesn't have the fat DS on there. Where's my representation? I don't I like know. the DS Lite. I don't either. Oh, I think it's iffy, it, I think it looks cheap. I think it feels cheap. I I don't like it at all. Oh it doesn't my feel god! As, hard disagree. Doesn't feel as good in my hand at all. The shape of the like the OG like big boy clamshell like fits so much more nicely in my hands than the light with its like weird round and sharp. I went back to mushy buttons on that thing too, and the sharp edges on the D pad didn't feel good. Yeah, it's a bummer. Rounding out the uh, Game Boy line is the Game Boy Micro. It's an easy game B tier. It's fun. It's kitschy. Nobody had it. I haven't. <laughs> I have it. It's way too damn small. It it's so, so blind small. With the light. <laughs> it's yeah. so it's so stupid, and that's why I love it so much. Is like who asked for this? <laughs> like I remember sitting in Mr. Kim's class and being like, "Hey Creed, Creed Sergeant, there's a fucking throwback." Like Creed, did you fucking see this thing? He's like, "How am I gonna play this?" gigantic ass creed with his gigantic ass hands was like no this is not gonna work i love that stupid thing put it in my pocket like the backlight it's so stupidly bright the volume the, the it best sound on any of the game the Boy pixel Advanced density ones. ej but it's so 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 stupid and small and uncomfortable i agree it's gonna go in game b tier i think it's cool as fuck and I've always wanted what as an adult, even knowing that I'm sure it'll be an ergonomic nightmare. We talk about ergonomics, but also we're ranking these like kind of through the nostalgic lens here. Y'all were having ergonomic fucking problems in seventh grade. Stop talking about that. As an adult, I understand. We can talk about it. You were fucking four and a half feet tall. Yes, it fucking fit in your hands. I've played as much Game Boy Advance as an adult as I did when I was a kid. Yeah, I still use mine. Like I'm still fully aware of like, I think I got my my micro in like, my second year of college, like I was mostly grown at that point, and I still was just like, this is fun and stupid, and I have to hold it with four fingers because I can't wrap my three digits around the back to support it anyway. And if I was smart, like EJ, I would have the actual backlit regular 001, I think it was, the, just the, the, the wide boy with the glass screen and the nice backlight. And just have the whole thing just be exactly the way I want it. But I don't have that. That's fair. It's the best of both worlds. But now I have the analog pocket with a little uh, handheld adapter on it. So it has the form factor of the original, but with all of the no clicky buttons, though. I love the clicky buttons, man. Every console needs a clicky button option. It's not worth the trade off in ergonomics for me. Like the clicky buttons are better, but I don't want the trade off. I want the the wide do both Game Boy, both clicky buttons. I want that. It's not possible, I don't think, but I want it. <laughs> okay, what's next? Oh, uh, we're gonna keep rolling with the handhelds. We're on a we're on a handheld roll here. I don't know what this fucking Game Boy is. It's the Game Boy Light, bro. I've never heard of this. It was a Game Boy Pocket, but with a backlight. Yeah, I think it was. It wasn't exclusive to Japan, was it, DJ? But like. That's where most of them were sold. 98 exclusive to Japan. Mm. It's going in game B tier. I don't care. Put it above the pocket because it's literally oh, just a game yes. by pocket, but with a backlight. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly where I put it. Yeah. That's exactly where I put it. Yeah. There we go. It's a really fucking cool little device. I would love to own one of those. It's unfortunate that this was a time when Nintendo was testing their ideas in their home market, which is a terrible idea because Japan is extremely small and like weird about what they purchase. And so like this was one of those things that never made it over here because it didn't really do that well. Uh, it would have done gangbusters over here, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, 98, it wasn't that late of a release. 
You know, the SP didn't come out for seven more years. Yeah, it would have been, it would have changed everything. Now the Game Boy Color was out for two years before that point, though. Was it two years or was it the same time? I think the color came out in 98, wasn't it? Uh, I don't remember. Seven, I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. around then, though. That's weird. It's And the SP wasn't that late. SP was like, oh, two. It happened pretty quickly, I feel like, because I had mine until the original DS launched, and that wasn't that many years, and I sold it to Game Crazy to get some money towards my launch DS. It was 03 in Japan. Did it have a simultaneous release date here? Even that feels like a long time because the SP or the DS was out by 04, which is like five years late. You, you, you take my point. Yeah, but, I take uh, I take your meaning. Um, it's unfortunate that we only have one DS on here because I sort of that sucks. It is weird because the DS had so many iterations. It did. Where's the DSi? Like I loved my DSi. I think that's the best DS version that they made. I love the matte finish. Like it felt like it had some substance to it in a way that I don't feel with the light. It's essentially the light, but without the features you would care about in the backwards compatibility. <laughs> like it, it didn't. It added a camera, useless. It had exclusive software that nobody ever bought. Did it take away the GBA slot? Yes, they did. It's essentially the same thing as the light. Um, I am so biased towards the light, dude. That fucking console, it felt so much more premium than the original. It was sleek. It was refined. It was tacky and plastic. Like, oh, no, oh my gosh. No. no, no. It was the era of the iPod. So, like, it was just copying that design whole cloth to great success. I mean, honestly, that was what kicked off the... Wait, did that come out before the Wii? Like, it was basically like a, a yes. visually distinct, like not distinct, but like part of that same design philosophy of the Wii. Like, it was the harbinger of what was to come. See, to me, though, is the DS Lite felt, it's obviously of the era, but it felt much more refined and I don't want to say futuristic, but it felt sleek and fun in a way that like the Wii and the Wii U became kind of Fisher pricey. You know, even though they were still trying to still speak that same design language, it they, it I became it. a toy. I, I look at the jump as sort of analogous to the uh, Game Boy Advance SP from the Game Boy Advance as far as wow, purely just a wow. visual design jump. But I do agree with you, Chris, that the original DS is more it's it's a better playing system in my hands. Like it has the clicky buttons like I will always talk about. Yes, it's larger. Buttons. It has it feels better in the hand. Yeah, I mean, just playing the games, it felt it felt right. If it looked like a tank, which is cool. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, man. I recently bought one complete in box. I think I said this on the podcast. Like the 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 screen having like two options for brightness, like it is untenable. It is just not great. I don't know, man. The hinges, one side uh, hinge on my launch day is broken, and I really wanted to. Nick, I think you know about this guy, uh, was was taking DSs and basically taking the top half off and turning them into what he called Game Boy macros. EJ's nodding knowingly. Oh, yeah. I really wanted to do that, and I didn't, and I regret it because he doesn't do that anymore. He will accept folks if they want to donate their consoles, and then he will flip them, but he doesn't do commissions anymore. Go to BoxyPixel.com and buy a metal Game Boy macro shell. And swap it out yourself for the most yep. premium ass premium fucking console you have ever touched, bro. I don't want the shell. I want my shell. I want it to be my launch day DS. Like, I don't just want to rip the guts out of it. Like, I want it to be that thing. You know what I mean? It's a fucking ship a thesis. Anyway, so why don't we take the best traits since we only have one 
DS or uh, DS icon. Let's let's take the, the the consider it as like a holistic unit, which I know we're not really doing, but I didn't fucking notice it didn't have the 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 OG DS. And let's put it in where would we put this? A tier, S tier, top of S, S dude. The fucking DS is just a goddamn great ass console. Okay, top of S above the SP, and and I agree for the record. Played a lot, a lot, a lot of DS for a long, long, long time. Fucking love that, love that console. How many DS games actually made it under our top one hundred? Is it just Trauma Center and Pokemon Conquest? Because that's fucking hilarious if that's true. WarioWare, <laughs> WarioWare yes, is on there. Made it. Um, I would love that for Phoenix Wright to be on there when we revisit. That's a note for you. Um. But that's uh, neither here nor there. <laughs> I think a lot of the DS, I mean, the DS just doesn't have a library that I find very interesting and distinct. It was a lot of novelty. I, I have some things down on my list of stuff to talk about that I wouldn't put it on the top 100 list, but I really like them. Now that I'm thinking about it, like uh, my experience with this console is like mostly rooted in multiplayer games and Pokemon and is that enough to put it over some of the experiences on the Game Boy? I don't know. It's a great machine. Nintendo did it again. The son of a bitches. They e- they iterated. They did something <laughs> inventive. Uh, and then they released the 3DS, uh, which we have talked about on this uh, podcast as being like maybe our most maligned Nintendo console ever. It's a console that we love to hate. Virtual Boy. I don't think it's actually that like bottom tier. You want to put it in Virtual Boy tier? That's definitely yes. designed only for Virtual Boy, but that's fucking hilarious. I'll entertain it. The 3DS is like a totally fine console in a lot of ways. It's just that it's easy to dunk on because it's just trying to do what the DS did, but it's a shadow of that. So we can pile on it and talk shit about the bad analog stick and how the 3D only really works on the new 3ds which is funny that they even made a console called the new nintendo 3ds right but i think it has as compelling of a library as the original ds did yeah it's got some good it's definitely got some good titles is it is it enough to put it in b tier or or does it fall into the rest above game and watch let me make the case for this it's not just about the console in a vacuum because you're right if you're looking at it without the sort of time and place factoring in you're exactly right, Nick. It is kind of just the DS for another 10 years. But it's not just that. It is the fact that the jump from the DS to the 3DS was completely meaningless in terms of power. And so we had a bunch of bad-looking games that didn't perform particularly well because all that extra power was going to the 3D that didn't fucking work and was literally abandoned not much later. The The circle pad is an atrocity and, and and as an aside i'm seeing all these bullshit fucking handheld pcs that are all the rage now and now they're starting to do the circle pad thing and i'm so fucking sick of them getting coverage because now every handheld on the market is going to start doing circle pads instead of fucking joysticks and that is terror it's a travesty okay the circle pad is awful it is an unusable piece of shit and they had all these 3d games they wanted you to experience and it's like the ergonomics of the device and the way you had to cramp your hands up and try to use this terrible circle pad that didn't fucking work properly and your hand is always slipping off and made fucking weird sounds all the time okay the 3d obviously being completely goddamn pointless until halfway through the life cycle when they reiterated another $250 console they're trying to shove down our throats. 19 iterations of this console, it being around for 10 fucking years, it is relative to any of these consoles other than the Virtual Boy. It is the worst. It is the worst of any of these Nintendo consoles. And that's worse than the Wii, which to me... Okay, hold on. Okay, I know I'm I'm doing a bit here and I'm on a tangent. 
Uh-oh. <laughs> the Wii had three oh, no, no, amazing no, no, games. No, no, it's no, a terrible no, we'll console. We'll get there. We'll get okay. there. We'll get there. We'll 3DS get there. Okay, so. is at the bottom of the fucking list. It is... Put it under Game & Watch. It's fucking the worst console on this list so far. By a huge margin. <laughs> I love that tirade so much. I need to respect your wishes. I motion that we put what Chris is hovering over right now, the original 3DS, that goes in Virtual Boy, and that little kind of weird thing next to it, the new Nintendo <laughs> 2DS we'll XL. It. We'll talk about that. I think that goes in B. <laughs> All right, oh so God. we're going to put 3DS in Virtual Boy the for the memes. It's so bad. For the it's memes. so bad. We're putting the 3DS in Virtual Boy tier. And because we hate it. Um, Nintendo, okay, so the, yes, this specifically is a new <laughs> Nintendo 2DS X. Here's the bottom line. So the 2DS, the 2DS line, the 2DS line abandoned the 3D capability. Initially, it was this like weird, like rectangular hockey puck looking thing that you could buy for like $100 so that kids could, could, have an affordable version of this and also no 3d because it sucked and it didn't work. They iterated on this down the line into what I think is like a really sexy, like clamshell design with a nice finish and nice color scheme so that you still get a lot of the same aesthetic qualities of the 3ds with a janky, like hockey puck ass two screens stacked on each other on a flat plane feels bad to hold ass shit um, with the like galaxy blue trim and buttons and stuff like that. It still has a circle pad. And now the fucking IBM ThinkPad nub, which is somehow even worse than the circle pad. Oh, yeah. Good old the good old. Nope. I'm not going to say that on the podcast. Um, So I <laughs> call it what it is, Chris. Say it's it a, out it's, loud. It's a clit stick. There you go. <laughs> I found it. It's on the 2DS. Teaching gamers. <laughs> what does this little stick do? Uh, I don't know, but you should keep using it. Um, So. I I would put this in game B tier under the original Game Boy. It doesn't deserve to stand amongst giants. It needs to be in the B tier. <laughs> all yeah. right, all right, yes, all right, all right. Be. It's going in, it's going in B tier. One of my personal top ten games of all time exists on this console. Thankfully, it's a game that you mostly use the D pad for. Yep. <laughs> the new 3DS XL feels good. The original 3DS XL even felt good for what it was. It's still a 3DS, so. It could only be so good. Yeah, the bad pixel density, that awful stick. I mean, we can only Ugh. talk about how awful that stick is, but it truly is awful, and it would get crushed into the console itself and become unusable. Somehow the PSP did it better 10 years prior. I love the PSP stick. And yeah. it had yeah. it had it had texture. So if I needed to like be really precise with my sweaty ass giant man hands, it would hold in a way that the circle pad, I just slip off and I'm like, fuck, now that ghost is going to kill me in Luigi's Mansion 2, the bad one or whatever. So I have purchased so many third party grips for the circle pad to try and make it usable because there are a lot of 3D games that you feel like uh, I want to play this or I should play this. And I just I, I without, a, you know, a game that didn't use the touchpad extensively or allowed me to use a D-pad, I just can't fucking do it. You know, Pokemon being really the only exception. Yeah, it's an analog stick in name only. You do not have analog control over your mo over your movement. It's either zero or 100 <laughs> in any direction. Using the nub in Zelda, dude, even worse than the N64, man. They tried. The 2DS, I, Chris, I agree with you. It is better. The wedge is better than the clamshell redesign. Um, oh, I don't agree with that at all. The wedge feels terrible to hold. It's angular. It pokes my hands. I don't like it. 
Aren't the shoulder buttons like on the tippy top of the wedge? It is the most ergonomic. I'll fucking pull mine out right now. It's right behind me. It is the most it's ergonomic. A square. How is that ergonomic? No, 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 no. I believe you. The gamepad, the Wii U gamepad was ergonomic too. And it's just a big honking thing that you hold. That makes sense. That tracks. The 2DS, it is like a, it's like a wedge. It's, you know, it's not just a big square. It tapers. And the way your hands, it's just wide enough. And the way your hands fit over it, you're just perfectly resting. The uh, uh, shoulder pads wrap around the side from the top and wrap down the side. I mean, it is just. Has all the comfort of a novelty doorstop. It's more ergonomic than any other DS clamshell they had ever done. The only drawback other than the screens being kind of shitty compared to uh, the clamshell is the buttons. Like, Nick, when you say mushy buttons on any of these other consoles, you don't mean mushy buttons. Play a 2DS wedge. Those are mushy buttons. I believe you. Mushy is just, I can't remember the actual term for it, but the, with the pads, you know, you know what I mean? You've taken apart a controller, but with like the rubber pads that are the, the springs, quote unquote. All right. I'm moving us on. I'm moving us on. Um, we're really in the weeds here. <laughs> what were you expecting from a tier list? <laughs> this is exactly what I expected, but now I have to, I have to move us along. Um, the last one, I'm going to just throw this in the rest by default is the Pokemon Mini, and I do own one of these. It's one of the like wow. stupid is, crown jewels <laughs> of my my collection. Uh, it only ever got, like I think, literally three games. They're all just teeny Sounds little right. micro Pokemon games that it, it was designed to be like a Tamagotchi competitor, basically, that you could just like clip it on your bag, run around, play your stupid little mini tiny Pokemon games. And I have two out of the three games. It's just I happen to find it at a... Oh, what was it called? GameStar? Uh, not in Gresham, but before that one closed, which broke my heart because I got a lot of really niche shit from that store. But the one in uh, in Newburgh. What color you have? I have the, the one that's present on screen, clear with blue buttons. Yep, it's just a cool, stupid thing. I love having that on my shelf. People are like, was well, that Tamagotchi? And I'm like, it's a Pokemon Mini. Um, So that's just a little piece of uh, random ass Nintendo history. Now we return to the console, boys. Uh... And we're gonna we're gonna hop back and do the NES. We've already done the SNES. Um, this is maybe maybe the worst Nintendo console. I think that the library of games and what it did for gaming is incredibly important. Uh, it has the worst degradation of any of the other physical media's uh, on physical consoles or handhelds, frankly. Um, the fact that you'd have to like stick a butter knife in the console a lot of the time to get the games to actually read with the plugs in the console is obviously a giant fucking inconvenience. Uh, and a lot of these games are just not fucking fun to play anymore. Um, if they ever were, I would put it solidly in B tier above the new Nintendo 2DS XL <laughs> above that. Oh, I don't know about that. Yes. I'd put it in B tier, but I wouldn't put it above that. Just because it's place in gaming history, like, are you going to go play Zelda 1 on an NES anytime soon? No, of course not. You're going to play it on a 3DS. Oh, whatever. That's that's just, yeah, a matter of convenience. I mean, it's a 40-fucking-year-old console. Like, yeah, you're right. But also, it's not a good argument. If you're looking at the library of games, on balance, the NES has a larger selection of quality games than the N64 and maybe the GameCube. That's a wild take. The N64 has a fucking trash library. Like you have three great games and you're going to say it's, it's goaded. Like, come on. It's not goaded, but it's not, it's not, it's not going to sit above the NES. Like that's crazy. There's 300 games and four of them are good. 
three of them needing a remake to be playable. Like it's the 64 fucking sucks. That's the same for the NES. It's Mario three and what joust from the arcade. <laughs> Come on. no, <laughs> Nick, what do you think? Like I said, I think it's, it's B tier. It's good for what it is doing. Those aren't the quite the kind of games that I really gravitate towards largely what I'm talking about, like the beat em ups and like the running gun shooters of that era. Yeah, let's play some Xevious. That sounds fun. Hi, EJ. But I mean, I don't know. We're talking about a lot of these other consoles and sort of the context in which they were released or in the context of how we were playing them when we were introduced to them. So I think we kind of have to jump at it from that aspect as well. I didn't have an NES growing up. I had uh, I inherited Max's NES and I played like River City Ransom on it and Tetris on it and like some Mario on it as well. But I don't have the sort of nostalgia for that console, so it's hard for me to really fight for it one way or the other. Like, I don't think it's a bad console. I just don't have a lot of experience on it outside of emulation. And at that point, it's like I'm playing the best way possible. You know, I get save states. I can fast forward. I can skip through a bunch of the boring shit, which NES games had a lot of that because they were old and it was hard to make games, especially then. And there was nothing to sort of copy off of. There was no, no one's done the homework yet. They're just inventing a new medium at home. It's like arcade, but at home. So it was like, we don't make them hard and impossible. It's like, no, you can because there's still a rental market. So, I mean, I don't know. I just, I didn't live in that era, that context. That's fair. EJ, where would you put it? Like, it's not better than the Game Boy. No, it's not. No, and and all the good NES games had competent ports on the Game Boy at some point. Um, Right. I'm putting it, I'm putting it in B tier above the fucking 2DS. I don't like it. I certainly, as a kid, wasn't playing RPGs on the NES, but I just think of all the platformers that I that I loved, you know, from DuckTales to Mega Man games, you know, and then some of the, the beat-em-ups, you know, uh, Final Fight and Double Dragon and Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade. Oh, man. I, I had more games to talk about my NES list than I could come up with for the Wii or the N64, like four times the games. Like, it was just so easy to come up with NES games that I was like, dude... Licensed games, freaking Chippendales, Rescue Rangers, bro, fucking Bubble Bobble. They're just like that's because you got like fucking <laughs> collector pilled in the early YouTube era. So you're all like checking out these games with <laughs> a bunch of sweaty guys with long hair. And uh, now you are that guy. <laughs> no, I am that guy. All right. Uh, we'll we'll live here at B tier. <laughs> I put it in B tier. I don't like it, but I did it for you. Let's just get the virtual boy out of the way. Um, I am gonna put it, put above, it above the 3DS. I'm gonna put it above the 3DS. <laughs> Thank you. In the virtual boy tier, not only because it is the eponymous console in that tier, uh, but also specifically because <laughs> that is a fucking GameCube ass GameCube controller. That is a prototype for the Yo. GameCube controller, which is a great fucking controller. So it's got that going for it. It's got two it. D-pads. <laughs> Bro, have you actually seen the prototype GameCube controller? I have it's not. It's funny. It looks more like the Virtual Boy controller than uh, at least the one that I saw the other day online. It looks like a little man dunking his booty in some in an Epsom salt bath. You see, you see what I mean? <laughs> That's so incredibly specific. Oh, look at that ugly little thing. I don't see what you see here, buddy. <laughs> what part is which thing? So I'm looking at this. It's wider. It's definitely way more like the, uh, yeah, more. It's the the individual elements are a lot like thinner and gangly. It's like a strange alien. Look at look at the uh, just the picture on the on the top right under the keyboard, and it, just picture that that's a wide man bending over. 
spreading his. <laughs> he, he's in a, Nick sees it. Nick sees it. Nick why sees you, it. Why did you make me think of Goatsy? <laughs> exactly. The little red pause button. That is that is not my pause button. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, the legs are the are the handles, and then he's just his hands. He's just spreading blood. He's just dipping down and letting it all soak in. Next oh <laughs> right away, bro. <laughs> so anyway, okay, what are, go back, what go are back. The, what here. are these? I don't get it. Those are some ice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now Google Goatsy next, dude. <laughs> all right. I, I, re- I regret I regret indulging this tangent. I That's my fault, though. Oh, that's bad. That's anyway, bad. speaking of the prototype... <laughs> Something that is going to be divisive, uh, Nintendo 64. Oh, man. I don't have a lot of attachment to this. There's some games that I like a lot. There's some games that I remember very fondly, like Long Nights of Playing Smash Bros. 1 at my buddy's place in Texas and just going like, oh, my God, I didn't know you could make a game like this. That's so fucking cool. But this is not my hardware gen, so hard for me to put it anywhere other than B-tier, fellas, arguments. It was the party machine. I mean, you had Smash Bros, you had Mario Kart, you had GoldenEye, you had four controller ports and enough really bad third-party controllers to pass around to three of your chucklehead friends at any given uh, night at a, at, a, at a person's house. So, I mean, and it had really good first-party games. I really like Mario 64 and Zelda and Mario Party and Banjo-Kazooie and, you know, all those games. Like, I, I had a lot of good, like, good times with those games. Uh, I, I don't know exactly how it sort of shakes out in the whole pantheon of the library like EJ wanted to make the point of for the NES. But I also know that as a largely maligned console amongst the two of you. So I, I'm not going to be holding that much water in your guys's estimations. So I don't know if I could even argue it ab- ab- above the NES. But I mean, that's where I would put it. I would put it in the game B tier. Maybe not because that's like strictly Game Boy games at this point. So, but I can't, I can't, I can't realistically put it in A tier. So it's going to end up in high B tier, maybe above the NES in my estimation, but probably not in yours. It's got the smallest NA library outside of the Virtual Boy and the Pokemon Mini. Put some respect on its name. It's in the rest. It is not in Virtual Boy tier. You're right. There's not 500 licensed games and uh, <laughs> uh, shovelware on it. All of the games that are good on that console with maybe two exceptions being the worst 3D Mario game and Zelda, which we don't need to rehash my feelings about that game. Every iteration since has just done it better. Like Smash Bros was an interesting concept and it was a great place to start. So so I don't see any reason to really go back to that console outside of the occasional nostalgia. There's just there's no reason for it. The controller is fucking wretched. To me, this is like, I would take the NES over this any fucking day but to me this is like my my hate for that console rivals the 3ds so what that means i don't know but i think it means that we may break a precedent and put it at the very bottom of game b tier game b is for game boys only it goes in b tier and you can put it wherever you want above or below the nes i won't argue about it i think it ends up in uh b tier above the 2ds xl to maintain the memes. <laughs> Fuck the 3DS. I'm putting it over I'm putting it over the NES. I, I don't share your I don't share your scathing hatred of this console, EJ. I agree it belongs in B tier, but I would much rather play Banjo Kazooie than Joust. Sorry. Uh even given some of my problems with the controller, 
So if we're talking about a console to return to, I'm returning to the 64 well before I'm returning to the NES. When you look at the era, the PS1 was... I can't think of a single thing other than not having Smash Bros that the PS1 does fucking worse than... Only two controller ports. That was the biggest boner... Whatever. ...of the whole PlayStation era until the PS3 when it, when it was just wireless that you could only... You only have two controls. It was dumb. It was stupid. And I had to buy like a multi-tap adapter. I love Nintendo was thinking about how are people going to play this together? Like what's the experience, the social experience we want people to have, you know, that whole Miyamoto thing of like, I want to make games that you're, you're walking home from school and you're like, wow, like I, I can't wait. Even if I only have five minutes, I can't wait to play this game. Like they were thinking about that. But that's it. That's literally it. The PS1 claps its cheeks so hard. It's an important piece of Nintendo history, as is the Wii U. You still can't really argue that the Wii U is... Oh, we'll get there, but you know it's important. Does that make it good? No, it's B-tier for sure, but I do think it's better than the NES. All right, the Nintendo GameCube. I want to let y'all kick, kick this off. Where are, we, where are we putting this thing? Bro, I love the GameCube. It's so attractive looking. It's got all those great colors. Had a very fantastic and weird sort of first party output, sort of similar to the N64 in a lot of ways, but sort of zagged where the N64 zigged. I would say that the GameCube was like in every way a sequel to the N64, refining, doing it again in worse ways sometimes. Like the Sunshine is not better than Mario 64. Uh, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess are not better than the Ocarina of Time. Um, Melee is better than Smash Bros. 64. Double Dash is better than Mario Kart 64. And it still had the four ports. The controller was amazing in the hands, but also not good for any games that were utilizing the second stick, except for Smash Bros. Like it was a it was a controller built for Smash Brothers and then sort of ham-fisted its way into everything else. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's just a vibe to the GameCube that feels good i don't know how to sort of quantify that i mean we're not gonna rank the wii higher than the gamecube even though the wii can play all the gamecube games ej like you like to mention with the fucking ds playing Game Boy advance games and Game Boy advance playing Game Boy games but i think the gamecube is at least top of a low s maybe i would probably agree with that the control, the thing about, I mean, it is the sequel to the N64 in every way. And the thing about the, the C stick, people complain about it. Think about what the N64 is doing with the C buttons. The C stick was just better C buttons. And games hadn't really figured out how to like actually do the dual stick thing in a meaningful That's way. That's not so, like, true at all. The PlayStation, when they introduced the first DualShock, absolutely was utilizing it well. And by the PS2 era, which this was a rival for, it was inexcusable that they didn't have a second stick, frankly. No, no. C camera controls on the right stick were not codified in the way that you remember. It, was, it really was Halo at the launch of the Xbox that like made it so that, yes, first person and third person games you move the control you move the character in the way you do in every game now right you move the camera in the way you do like a lot of games like they were still shipping with like l and r as being pan the camera around slowly yeah so yeah it is a little i mean 3d games were tough and like every zelda game up until breath of the wild didn't have a freaking camera control on the stick like it was all this z targeting having a right stick is still like a a barrier to a lot of people so i mean yes i agree that the C stick was bad, but also games back then weren't really using the stick. So it's valid in that way, but it's still, it doesn't make sense in my mind to make a stick 
completely different from the left stick. Like, why do they have to be so different? It didn't really benefit anything. It's goofy in retrospect, but nobody was complaining about it in fucking 2002 or whatever. Like, yeah, it was only weird in like maybe some ports. Like the that was like the last time Nintendo had games on their console that were like the same as the Xbox and P- and PlayStation games. It should be, definitely be above the N64. A tier seems good. It's got a small library. The party games are where it really shines in the Mario Karts and the Smash Bros. Well, it's I think the the library is just because it's small, it doesn't mean that it's not really good. Like there's some really fucking good game. Not just the party games, because yeah, a lot of the GameCube era Mario parties, like they were fine. Double Dash is great. Melee is like, you know, ultra god goaded, you know, chin plus ultra tier forever. Um both of the Metroid Prime games, Luigi's Mansion. Uh, I love Ro- Star. I love Rogue Squadron Three, Pikmin. Yeah, Pikmin Two, uh, Kirby Air Ride, of course. Like a soft spot for me. Uh, these are all really fucking good games. Over half of the, the top fifty rated Metacritic games for the GameCube are all sports titles. Like the games that Nintendo put out were usually good, but there were so few of them that it was just hard to like stack it up against a Game Boy or or an SNES, you know, like it it's just really hard to do. Yeah, well, that was just a as consoles have kept coming out and games have gotten bigger, it's just it just stands to reason that there's going to be fewer first party releases on any given console. Like you can't match the kind of output that you had in the NES. The NES games took 3 months to develop. So, you would just like open the drawer one day and six games would fall out. Like, oh, I guess we're put out, you know, fucking kid icarus or whatever but yeah not every console is going to have the kind of output high a or low or bottom of s i say high a just to round out the the tiers it's an interesting criterion for decision but i'll allow it uh <laughs> top of a tier above uh vanilla gba all right the Wii. ej this console did a lot of good things I'm just like i i know that you have a, just this fat hate boner for for the nintendo Wii. Because it's got like five good games. And you're not wrong. It's got fewer good games than the N64. And if I said that the N64 had the fewest good games, I'm I'm walking that back ever so slightly. And the only good Wii games are GameCube games that were ported or remade. The Wii is trash. It is not a console for people who play games. It is a console for your grandmother. It's a console for your mother. It is a console for the old people at the retirement community that I fucking worked at right out of high school. It is not for us. And the games have aged horribly because of the controls. They had to release an entire new peripheral years down the line to even make their concept work. The whole concept that sold as many units as it did didn't even work until the Wii Motion Plus remote, a, a completely separate unit years down the line to even make it and not that like yeah it worked and you waggled it and it did what it was advertised as doing originally but it still fucking sucked fuck this console nintendo has done a lot of bullshit haven't they god damn like i can put the 3ds the wii and the 64 into one fucking just pile of garbage and put it down the disposal that's what i would do fuck the wii (laughs) nick thoughts from you I didn't have a Wii at the time. A lot of my time with the console was spent over at friends' houses, so playing games like Smash Bros. Brawl, which was a lot of fun. And uh, you can have revisionist history, but Brawl was awesome at the time, and I remember playing um, Subspace Emissary with you, EJ. Hell yeah. And we had a great time. That was a lot of fun. Going back and revisiting some games on the Wii U, such as the Metroid Prime Trilogy, 
obviously that's just a port of the first two games but then with the prime three which was for the the wii specifically that was a good time I mean, I could just keep listing games. Skyward Sword, I just talked about having a, a good time with. Um, Gar- Galaxy 1 and 2 were both awesome. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles was a fantastic RPG and ahead of its time in a lot of ways. So, I mean, it's not a game, a, a console bereft of good games. I think it was just a console that was targeting an audience that wasn't necessarily us. And occasionally that did cross over. Like, I had fun playing Wii Sports. I didn't have fun for more than an hour. Like I just played Wii Sports over at your house, Chris, and that's probably all I played of it. Maybe I did some boxing over somewhere else. I can't remember. But I mean, that was like a time when games like Rock Band and Guitar Hero were like taking over as far as these sort of community focused uh, goof off kind of games with peripherals as the forefront. You got stuff like Xbox with the Kinect and PS3 with the, the move camera and stuff like that and the wands. And it's like, you know, it was just a, a weird time. It was a weird time. We can all agree on that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I don't necessarily mean that it's like garbage tier. I mean, the Wii still had a lot of great games. Uh, Mario Kart Wii was my favorite Mario Kart game for a really long time. Um, the addition of the uh, dirt bikes and just the way that that would change. Like you couldn't, you, you could go so much faster and had good handling, but like you couldn't drift and you could flip them and stuff. Like I, I played like dozens and dozens and dozens of hours of that. Mies, like also Mies were awesome. It was a, a a rule in my apartment in college that anytime anybody would come over, they had to sit for a me portrait and I would make a me of them. And when we would play Mario Kart, everybody had to race as their Mies. It was and, and people fucking loved it. Like, like, oh, my God, like it totally looks like me. Like it was the Mies were great. I love the Mies and finding like people's designs online that you could just like import back and like all the fucking oh, horror. Yeah, everyone had a Bobby Hill. <laughs> Bobby Hill, uh, Hitler, like the horrific creations that people would make by like moving the Obama. eyes and the eyebrows. All. Obama, yes, everyone's, we had an Obama me on it. It was fun. And also, yes, by this point, I'm not doing a ton on that console in terms of like my core gaming experiences. I was mostly playing DS games. I was mostly playing DS games at that point. Where do we put this thing? I would say B tier above N64. I think mm. you're telling me you would rather play a game and watch than a Wii, EJ. I would rather play every other console in B tier than a Wii, including the 3DS. And that's only because the 3DS at least had good games. They were only just held back by the worst fucking hardware in the world. Did you ever play Radiant Dawn? That was the sequel to Path of Radiance, correct? Yes, on the Wii. I did not play Radiant Dawn. You can experience a new thing on the Wii, EJ. <laughs> How about we... You know what? I, Nick, I think I'm with you. There's enough stuff on here that I'm like, yep, the Galaxy games are fucking great. Metroid Prime 3 was great. Spoiler alert for when we talk about the Nintendo Wii and the game that we uh, like the best that didn't make the top 100. Um, there's a lot about Metroid Other M that is worth defending, uh, which I will do in a future podcast. The Trauma Center games, yeah, I'm with it. It's going, it's going in B. It's going in B. The only good games on that console are just slight iterations on the GameCube versions of those games. I just named like three titles that that is not true at all for. Like, get all that hair out of your earphones so that you can actually like listen to the things that we're saying. You named Metroid, Zelda, Mario, aka all the tent poles. Spoiler alert, <laughs> that's like every Nintendo console is the, them iterating on previous things. That's what franchises do. Let's talk about the Wii U, fellas. Let's talk about it. The Wii U is criminally underrated. 
If not for the fact that all of its best titles got ported to the Switch, it would probably rank much higher. But they did legitimately new fucking things. Super Mario Maker is one of the coolest fucking things Nintendo has ever done. And they could only do it because of that hardware. And even though the Wii U was underpowered and held back by the world's worst marketing scheme. And had like six good games. Dude, it had more exclusive games by count then the fucking GameCube, then the N64. Like, people say it has no games. Like, yeah, I didn't get the Animal Crossing. Whatever. But, like, let's not forget that the best Zelda game is a Wii U game. No, it's not. It's a game. Is, is Twilight Princess a GameCube game? Like, by that yes, logic? Yes, it's a GameCube no, game. Not. Yes. Yeah, I, I, it is yeah. a GameCube game. 100% is a GameCube game. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a, it's a GameCube game that they lazily, like, inverted the game to make it work for the Wii because most people are right-handed literally inverted it because link had to have his right hand it is yes it's a gamecube game i would say i mean i agree that breath of the wild is a wii u game but it is so much more associated with the switch because of how successful it was on that console so i think there is a difference there i know that twilight princess sold better on the wii because it was a launch game but we could look at it holistically and say oh that's a gamecube game but the Wii U and the Switch were not really any different as far as like what it was capable of hardware wise. And the Switch is obviously a better console for a million reasons, but right. Not because of power though. <laughs> not not no. because of power. The Wii U is a fucking fantastic console that was unfortunately held back by Nintendo, as was most of Nintendo's consoles. Nintendo's consoles, like the sales, with the exception of the fucking Wii. They just were shooting themselves in the foot and things just were on a downward trajectory for fucking decades. So this was sort of the culmination of Nintendo being Nintendo and completely sabotaging themselves while still making great games. It had it had some games that were very good. It had the shittiest and most sparse third party support of any console ever because nobody wanted to develop for that batshit insane gamepad separate from everything else thing so no one used it like and you could say like uh, you could cherry pick go the like five or six good wii u games used it but smash bros didn't mario kart didn't like who really meaningful mario 3d world didn't that's like three of the games that you just listed i didn't play pikmin 3 so i can't speak to that but it might have well, good news. You can play them on a better console right now. Right, so. exactly. And so they got, they got liberated, which I, I'm, I'm glad they did so that the games that are good could be brought over, but they didn't even in their first party releases, like design for their own hardware in the way that they did for the Wii with all of those games are going to make you waggle. They're going to make you use the motion controls, whether you like it or not, they were consistent in a way that they were just flat. were not in the Wii U at all. And I agree that it is, too much shat upon, but it is not as good as you are making it out to be. That's a major revisionist history to me in terms of its library. I've owned a fucking Wii U since 2013. I've been saying it the whole goddamn time. I know you had one. Nick, you got one a little bit later, but had one 2013. Had it the whole time. Played it. Played it a lot. Played it a lot. Still would not stand by the take that you just made. It is definitively better than the Wii. It has the best versions of all of the first party titles that we keep banding about as like, well, that's why this is so great. It has the best Mario Kart. It had the best Smash Brothers until three years ago. It brought us Mario Maker. It created Splatoon, which is a phenomenon for Nintendo and is fucking awesome. It has the best Mario fucking game on it, a 3D Mario game in Super Mario 3D World. We had some really great, competent first-party ports. It had a Pokemon fighting game that is still relevant in the fucking fighting game community. Well, it's clearly better than the Wii. 
I think we can all agree on that. Thank you. But I don't know where it goes because I don't think it's better than I don't think it's better than the Game Boy. Does the Wii U get its own tier? No, it goes at the bottom. It goes at the bottom of Game B tier because the Game Pad is just a big Game B. Ah, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. Oh, that's exploring the scale. <laughs> Last and literally the opposite of least is the Nintendo Switch, which I think we're all going to agree is going to go at the top of fucking go, go to tier for a million Ultra, reasons. Go tier. <laughs> Not just the uh, hybridizing of like a home and portable console, which as far as I'm concerned, somebody who's not terribly obsessed with like graphical fidelity, as long as it executes the style in which it's created well, I don't care if it doesn't look great in 4K as long as it looks as good as it needs to. I do all of my gaming on this handheld on this console unless I cannot get it on this console. I'm the exact opposite of EJ that I'm like, if I could get it on the switch and I could get it on the PS4, I want it on the switch because I want to be able to pick it up. If Tiffany wants to watch a, t a, t a TV show and go and sit at the couch and have a beautiful now, you know, OLED high definition screen to be able to keep playing the same fucking game. I was just playing on the TV. And if she decides, okay, she's just going to go get some work done in the office. I can slap that bitch back at the dock, pop the joy cons out, click, click. And I just keep going. It's literally still like fucking wizardry to me. I think it's like maybe the most interesting design conceit for a console, a home console ever. I think that it works just as well in both versions. It has every single game that the Wii U had that was good in a better form, in a, in a, a more fidelic port um, or a straight up sequel in the form of like Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. It is quite simply the best thing Nintendo has ever done. Yeah, I mean, you just go down the list of franchises that Nintendo has, and with the exception of Pokemon, every single one of those franchises' best input is on the Switch. The best Zelda, the best Mario, the best Mario Kart, the best Smash Bros., the best Animal Crossing, all of them, they're on the Switch. I mean, it's ultra-goaded. We're, we all, we're all in agreement here. It's just to what degree, when we're looking at the Switch, uh, I, I'm still in the Switch 2 mindset, like, hey, listen, Let's not let this go to their fucking heads here, boys. All right. The switch is goaded, but a lot of room for improvement here. Okay. Well, you say it's like a port machine, but what you talk about the, the games ported from Wii U to the switch where they actually sold. So for most people who play those games, that is like, that is the canon entry of them. Like how many copies of breath of the wild sold on the Wii U versus like, that's a switch game. I mean, we talked about this earlier. I mean, we can sort of say that twilight princess was a GameCube game. And I agree with you on that on principle, but I think Breath of the Wild, they could have just not put that on the Wii U and it would not have hurt them at all. And look how much they've added to Mario Kart. Like they've, they're good. By the time they're done with it, they'll have double the tracks. It's absurd. And they're doing right by it. But it's just something to point out that the Switch ran because the Wii U trudged through the mud for as long as it did. Okay. Yeah. The problem with the Wii U was never the games. It was always just the console feel itself. It was everything about the console and everything about the console's marketing that made yes. it bad. I agree. But yes, the title of that console is still the dumbest thing that Nintendo has done since the virtual boy. And this is the same company that made the new Nintendo 2DS XL. <laughs> you know, what's so unfortunate about that is the Wii U is what saved Nintendo for me. I was so far out on Nintendo after the Wii. They don't make games for people like me anymore. They just don't. They tried to early in the Wii's uh, life cycle, and then 
the the fucking waggle controls just ruined every goddamn experience that they tried to make for people like us. The Wii U completely redeemed that for me on top of porting or remaking my, one of my favorite games ever. So it was just like, I was so in on the Wii U from the very beginning when I first fucking heard about it. And they just said, we're just going to make good games now. Yeah. It needs a solid foundation and they've kept up that output. They've increased that output with the switch because they no yeah. longer are shackled with a handheld and a console. They can do both. So you get the smaller games that you would have gotten on 3ds with stuff like WarioWare, get it together which I thought was a great game and like stuff like Link's Awakening remake and you get Breath of the Wild. You get all these ports. You get so many games. It's crazy. Like I can't, I can't imagine. So, you know, Nintendo, they just put out their fiscal releases and they have 60 games that they've published that have sold over a million units on the switch, which just means that there's been like 10 games every single year that have sold over a million units. And like, that's just crazy. That's fucking nuts. And a lot of good games on that on that list. A lot of games I own. I helped. I did my part. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I just bought a new... I have like three of these little Switch game cases that hold 12 uh, cartridges each. Uh, like the question mark and a Pal Block one. And then I bought a Breath of the Wild one a while ago. And I just bought another new, new Breath of the Wild one that's different. I think that I still could not fit my whole Switch library into those. Um, so that's like 48 games just in those cases. Plus I can fit like another 10 or 12 in my soft case that my OLED goes in. And I, I think that that would maybe fit all of my switch games. Like seriously, all of my gaming on this console. Yeah. Y'all have seen my shelf. I am switch pilled super hard. So yes, it, it's top of ultra goaded easy. <laughs> so hard. Okay. Curveball, final lightning round before we wrap up and we read the tier list. Uh, Nick, you get to move one thing from one place to another place. What are you moving? You say ultra lightning, but this list looks pretty good to me. I w- the only thing I would move is maybe the 3DS uh, into another slot altogether just to get it even out of the Virtual Boy category into the 3DS category one below. Agreed. <laughs> EJ, you get to move uh, one thing from one place to another place. Uh, what are you moving? And this is not this is not up for discussion either. This is you are moving one thing from one place to another place. I love that 3DS is down there, so I'm, I'm mostly content with it. In a perfect world, I would have a C tier that the Wii and the 64 live in by themselves. Um, wait, the 2DS is still in B tier? God damn it. I, I feel bad about some of this. Well, there you go. This is you, you get one choice to make. You can't move two things into a brand new tier list. Like, that's wild. That's way too many moves. But if you want to move one thing into one new list, I will allow it. Nick, I liked a lot of the points you made about the N64. And even though I loathe that console for all the reasons I said before i appreciate its place in nintendo's history in a way that i never will for the wii so even though i think the library they're equally fucking terrible the wii needs to move into the worst non-meme tier on this list so the rest (laughs) i said non-meme tier so a c tier or a d tier even skip c altogether well It, it needs a proper tier and it can't be a bit all right just the worst tier all right, so we're adding a C tier and we're moving the Wii into it. I love how so far we haven't even moved things. We've just made new tiers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that has de facto, that by default moved the Wii down four slots. So 
I, yeah, I think yeah, that fair. that's, and I have to change this color. This is going to fucking bother me. Hang on. Mine didn't even <laughs> move down any slots. It's still just one below the virtual boy. <laughs> it was more impactful when I did it. Now EJ's cheapening it. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, I didn't go for the Super Nintendo, okay? I let you guys have your fun. Yeah, you know there'd be a riot if you did. You there would. And Chris it would just move it back up. <laughs> Well, I say, yeah, Chris would. I would literally just undo the thing that you did. He would just Iron Man snap it back into reality. <laughs> I would have wasted his turn, though, to fuck with this tier list. And so maybe it would have been worth it because he's going to do something to fuck with me right now. Uh, I don't know about that. I have to look at the lay of no, the land. Chris is now. a calm and reasonable man. Uh, Thank you. That's I got to say, it was nice to see you two go at it about uh, the Zelda lore. I've not seen you two go at it like that. And I just was sitting back and playing the Nick role. It's kind of nice. Feels good, doesn't it? Can't relate. I'm never neutral. I'm always pissing somebody off or pissing myself off. Game Boy Micro goes into S tier. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna. He's coming for the NES. It's going to end up under the Wii and C tier. It's going to feel real bad. I'm not going to agree with it. No, no, no. I think that I'm going to, well, my first thought was I would move uh, the Game Boy Light into the rest because the whole planet didn't get it. Well, that was like my very first sure. instinct. Um, That's good. But then I'm breaking up the Game B tier, which just fucking amuses me. The to Game no B is already broken up. I mean, we got GBA and the A with valid GBA, A, and then the S, P, and S, and the Game Boy Color. So it's already broken up. Points don't mean anything, man. I want the Game Boy Micro in A tier under the vanilla Game Boy Advance for ergonomics, even though it is superior in every fucking way to that thing, except for the fact that it's teeny, 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 tiny. That's what I want to do. I'm bumping it up to A tier. You appreciate the Game Boy Micro more than the Wii U, the N64 and the 3DS. Yeah, it's it's fucking adorable. To me, it's the best way to play a GBA game. There are three Game Boy Advance systems above half of Nintendo's home consoles. Yes, it's a glorious, glorious handheld. Okay, now, okay, so that that's it. That's it. That's the tier list. We're going to recap, start from the Lock bottom. It in. Can we agree on swapping just in the same tier, but just swapping order? Like the Game Boy Light would go at the very end of Game B tier, DMG right in front of it? I mean... I don't know why, because we agree the Game Boy line is better than the Wii U. So why am I going to move like that one down specifically? Yeah, why? Why would we? Because it's it is literally just a pocket, but with backlight. No, I don't think we. No, I don't think we need to do that. You can turn it off too, can't you? Like you can just treat it like a Game Boy Pocket, so it's not even like a battery life consideration. So no, it's cool. You had your everybody had their one. I wanted to give everybody a one like magic wand to put their stamp on the tier list. All right, so this is the Console Crusade Nintendo console tier list. Uh, starting from the very bottom in 3DS tier, it is the Nintendo 3DS. Uh, in the Virtual Boy tier, it is the Virtual Boy. In the rest, uh, we have the Pokemon Mini uh, bringing up the rear, followed by the basically the entire handheld game and watch line. In C tier, the Nintendo Wii. In B tier, the N- Nintendo 2DS line collectively, both the clamshell and uh, door stopper models, uh, the NES, and at the top of B tier, the N64. Uh, in the game B tier, uh, at the very <laughs> bottom, <laughs> at the very bottom, uh, the Wii U because of the game P, aka the game pad. <laughs> Uh, that's what qualifies it for inclusion. Uh, the OG Game Boy, the Game Boy Pocket, and the Game Boy Light, which is just a Game Boy Pocket with a backlight that you can turn on, turn off. Uh, in A tier, the Game Boy Advance Micro, 
the Game Boy Advance Vanilla and the Nintendo GameCube in S tier. The Game Boy Color, the Game Boy Advance SP and the Nintendo DS and ultra goaded the Super Nintendo and at the very tippy top, of course, the Nintendo Switch. This was fun. I liked this. It uh, predictably <laughs> went a lot longer than I thought it was going to, which is totally oh, fine. You should have known. Come uh, on. So if we do this in the future, we'll have to be in like a particularly slow news week. And we did one game each from one console. Imagine we, after years of doing this, have no fucking clue how to properly gauge what these podcasts are going to be. It's absurd. I propose that we skip next week. We're just going to be playing Breath of the Wild. Well, two of Tears us should be kingdom. playing Breath of the Tears Wild. Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. You drive Sorry. me nuts all Tears day. Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the fucking Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. Chris, you're going to be on vacation. And so we just skip next week. We take the week to play in Zelda. And then we follow up with each other the following week to give our first impressions. Yeah, I'm done for that. Does that feel good? Okay. okay. All Feels right. Feels good, man. All right. All right. Chris, when are you back from Vegas? Uh, Sunday. It's 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 just a really quick trip. Like Sunday oh, okay. afternoon, like 10, 11 o'clock, maybe not even afternoon. Oh, wow. Oof. Okay. It's right. just a one-day festival. Get up way earlier than I want to get up after how long I'm going to be awake on Saturday and then fly back. You're crazy. That's crazy. Constant Crusade Podcast. Console Crusade, Lindsay's like, are you still really recording right now, asshole cast?